Happy Sunday. My guest today is a compliment to yesterday's episode. My boy Brian, just as groovy as Patrick and Barry, Brian did the cover for North American's album Roped In, and he also did a very radical book called Bicycle Day, based on Bicycle Day, April 19th, 1943, the day that Dr. Albert Hoffman allegedly took one of the first doses of LSD in the history of mankind, which is just around the corner, by the way, so if you plan on celebrating, be in a calm environment, be around those that you love, get some groovy tunes, some kind films, whatever it is you need. Anyways, I hope you enjoy my chat with Brian as much as I did. I hope you listen to North American's album. I hope you read Bicycle Day, perhaps both at the same time as I did, and have a lovely, lovely afternoon. Are you a fan of snow in general? No, I don't really like snow. <laughs> I'm from uh, Virginia, and there, if mm. it snows, everything shuts down, and it's like <laughs> a big deal. So what sucks about up here is uh, it snows, and you still have to do everything. Like, no one cares. <laughs> so I don't like that. Um, I don't like shoveling it. Obviously, that's uh, no fun. Um, yeah, I just don't like dealing with the extra hassle, but it is pretty. Do you do you draw snow? I'm trying to think if I've seen it. Is that something that you visit? I, I have before. I wouldn't say it's a constant thing. Also, how do you draw? How do you draw snow? What was? It? <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's pretty easy actually. <laughs> it would make a landscape a lot easier. You wouldn't need to plant. You just see the outline. <laughs> It's yeah, like so like, like the top of mountains and stuff, you just draw a little line and. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, yeah, people, if you, you know, waist deep, you just put a little shadow behind them, it's like they're going <laughs> through it. You know? Actually, this is pretty funny. Um, I don't know if you know the guy Thomas Kincaid, the like mall painter or whatever. I don't, I'm, I'm unfamiliar. Uh, okay, he's like. Uh, in some malls, he's like a Christian psychopath. He has like a whole like he's an alcoholic, like super hard. Um, either way, he does these paintings of like these snow vistas where it's like a, a little house and it's like all snowed out, and the light is just so. But the neighbors here have these like little like weird backyard lights. And I saw the light. I was like, oh, my God. Kincaid was bright. And it looks like he's Kincaid painting. What the hell? <laughs> you know what it is. You see it. You're like, it's confusing. It's confusing to be like, oh, shit, that's a real thing. <laughs> that's actual snow light. What the hell is this? I, I was just expecting. I don't. I didn't really have many expectations. But his Christianity and uh, alcoholism, I wonder, I wonder how that affects his work I'd love to see a, a yeah I can't remember the exact story there was like a uh, one of those like long articles about uh, yeah. his empire like collapsing into like alcoholism whoa <laughs> he's, he's like a painter that like puts he paints like bible verses snow houses you know holy shit wow and he sells all these like he basically like uh, just signs his name on these like he's got all these assistants that make these paintings 
industry. See, I, w- I was picturing like a bearded nomad who like doesn't have a home and just goes to different malls like perpetually. And- At this point in the conversation, my computer got so full from data that it stopped recording. And what happened in the silent moments is I deleted all of the music files on my computer, which is around 500 gigs of music. Uh, Brian was here with me through that traumatic experience. So when we pick back up, that's what we're talking about. I've got oh, thousands yeah. and thousands of scans. Yeah, so that, uh, that plus Photoshop documents really, really will destroy your, your space. Well, man, they said. Yeah, barely have any music on this mother anymore. I'm I'm sitting here watching. We are recording again, by the way. We're up. We're back up and running, I think. Um, and I'm I'm currently watching. Twelve years of. Piracy and CD burning and. Vinyl ripping. Go down the drain. So yep, there it goes. Twenty-eight thousand files. Is there one piece there that you've decided to like uh, salvage just in your quick like we got to get rid of this and make this? No, nope. I uh, I have a folder. It's called collection, and it's got everything I've ever downloaded, and I just deleted it. Damn. So, bow your head in silence. Damn. <laughs> Holy this is a shit, real moment man. Right here. I mean, Taylor Swift's re-recording her music. The times are changing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. See you later, Taylor. <laughs> You're gone. Did you have any Taylor Swift that just sent no. it to mine? No, I did not have any Taylor Swift on there. <laughs> Damn. It's a shame. What, uh, did, were you a discography downloader? <sighs> Fuck yeah, I was, man. <laughs> yeah, I liked, I liked yes, the I was. discography. Oh, I take that back. I have yeah, one. I liked the whole discography. <laughs> I have one folder left, and it's a Boston album from 1979. Oh, sick. <laughs> That's what I got. That's a feeling right there. That's more than a feeling. <laughs> it looks like That's I got awesome, that. Right? I got Johnny Cash, Pearl Jam, and Jack White. <laughs> Damn. And it's like Jack White's. Hold on, hold on. It's Jack White's bands. It's not even his solo work or the White Stripes. It's the Rack and Tours. Wow. Sick. It would be it would be cool if that 500 gigs was all Pearl Jam live. <laughs> that would really blow my mind. Well, I cannot believe people got into Pearl Jam live. Like it was any different. Like come on, it's not that different. They don't do that much crazy stuff. It's not like you know shows like very dramatically, you know, or have like an entirely different vibe. They're entirely the same. They're gonna be it's more like background stuff that's cool like like the fact that they change their track list every night like that's cool but you know let it just let that be cool it doesn't necessarily change the sound of the music i just don't i don't understand the freaks that god tried to get down with a pearl jam different every night it seemed that seemed a little a little wild wow you know whatever he eats his own what are the different Back. stages of grief again? I gotta keep an eye out. There's loss. Well, first I think it's shock, right? And then you go lost. That's what I feel right now. I just then, can't I can't believe it. I mean acceptance is the last one. Don't, don't feel like a 
I'm just imagining myself uh, getting like scared. I'm like, oh no, it's all gone. Well, I I'd say I I illegally downloaded a a good chunk of that stuff, so maybe this is my way of giving back. You know, I'm I'm working on I'm working on my. You're doing it for the music. I'm glad I'm glad you have a non-musician here. No, I was just thinking because I just I just talked to Patrick and I'm talking to Barry on Monday, and I'm glad this happened with you. That's great. If I would have done it to them, is, I don't know. Uh, is Barry somebody else that's on uh, Patrick's record? Yeah, he he did the pedals, the ambient stuff in the background. Ah, the pedal feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Very chill. All right. Yeah, I mean, they live in L.A. I haven't met the, uh, the extended gang over there. <laughs> Me either, man. I'm in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about when it cut off? We were talking about the... The, uh, the Thomas Kincaid, yeah, the, the nomadic savior. Were you saying something of importance about him when it all went down? Not really. I was, oh, you were saying that you thought that he was a guy with a beard. Yeah, who just traveled. He, a beard. he just went mall to mall. Like, didn't speak real English. Like in the movie, you ever seen the movie Big with Tom Hanks? No, I've never seen Big. Well. In in Big starring Tom Hanks, the way they represent New York's dark side is they have a man sitting on the corner and he's just bearded and dirty and probably wearing an army jacket and he's just like, he's like cursing and yelling and just like muttering to himself and they're just like, oh, and that's kind of what I picture. That's what I'm seeing. But but he goes mall to mall painting murals. That's what I'm mm. thinking. See, this guy, this guy Kincaid, I knew there was something cool about this guy besides <laughs> him painting snowscapes. And so he has a proclivity for ritual territory marking through urination. And he was staying at the Disneyland Hotel. I just and, took a uh, drink of coffee. He on the Winnie the Pooh figure. Holy shit, was that an artistic, was that like a Banksy type move or is he just... Might be. It's hard to say with him. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, so what, what was the? Can you run that by me again? So he's at the par- he's in the park like he paid for admittance, or? No, he's staying at the hotel. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which is like pure psychos dude, to, to stay at the hotel. What the fuck? Aren't they like dummy expensive too? I feel like. I think so. Well, they're for families that can't be bothered to leave the park. You know. So, for some reason, he's staying in that hotel. Probably loves that hotel. I mean, as he peed on the Winnie the Pooh figure, um, he's quoted as saying, this one's for you, Walt. <laughs> Was, so, were there journalists around? Like, I don't know how... <laughs> Like who was on I don't know site? How they got caught on this one? There was a whole bigger article I read. I just went to his Wikipedia uh-huh. and with the personal conduct and knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> oh good. shit! If you have a personal <laughs> conduct section of your wiki, it's that can't be good. It's not like you're never gonna see personal conduct, and it's like is known to feed ducks in the park. Like it's it's gonna be something. True, true, true. Yeah, it's always bad. The controversy section, you know, it's never good. Yeah, there's the controversy. There's like, crim- there's criminal record or like, accusations. 
allegations. I think I think that's my goal in life is to have a wiki without an allegations section. That's fair. That doesn't sound bad. And then you know some people have the philanthropy. Bad. That's how you know, like you do so much phil- phil- philanthropic work that you've got a philanthropy section on your wiki. Like go you. Sure, that would be nice. I'm sure but, Brad know, Pitt's got you one. Know, you pay, you do that philanthropy, you know, to get rid of this personal conduct section. You want to box <laughs> out the other team. I'd love to see like a, like an emoji movie sequel, but it's like different sections of people's Wikipedia's vying oh, it out, nice. going back and forth at each other. So yeah, a friend of mine had had this whole. Uh, like uh, what the hell is his name? Toulouse Lautrec has a really insane Wikipedia when you read it on. Uh, I have no idea. You know how you see all the things. He's like an 18th century print guy. Oh. Sorry, I was trying to. I was trying to uh, <laughs> hang up with my girlfriend, but instead I ended it. You were like saying something, and I was like, oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. I was trying to. I was trying to hang up on my girlfriend and not accept her phone call. <laughs> I was gonna text her, but instead I just did it. Her go. Wrong button there. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Turkey, Turkey Tarkenton or something? Oh no, uh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. There's this guy Toulouse Lautrec. He's like an 18th century. Oh, okay. Maker. Okay. And uh, he just had a really insane, uh, he had a really insane Twitter, uh, not Twitter, uh, Wikipedia amount of things. I always wonder, like, what, I mean, I know it's just because we have so much technology now, but I feel like folks like that are of the past. Like, the ones, like, they invented, like, 60 things, they were astrophysicists and, like, doctors and alchemists, like... I don't know, like Galileo or Leonardo da Vinci, just once-in-a-sun people that just do everything that the human mind can do. Why don't we see those? Why don't I see those folks anymore? Maybe I'm not looking in the right spot. Are you one of those folks? I don't think so, no. <laughs> I really only have uh, this one thing. It's and that, that dog. That's barely tolerable. <laughs> that dog-drawn thing. <laughs> Yeah, the dog drawing thing. I'm glad you call it that because uh, that's what my girlfriend's parents refer to it as. They're like, Brian, you have a hard day drawing dogs today. <laughs> and I'll say, yeah, yeah, it was, it was annoying. <laughs> I did draw dogs today. I really feel like you, like, like when I see work you're, like yours, I just think it's so rad that, like, it worked. Like, you just get to make these totally far out, goofy little things. And that's like, it's, I don't know, it just, it undermines the sort of uh, expectations put on career sometimes, I guess. I don't know if you follow what I'm saying, but it's fun. No, I do, for sure, because it is, it is quite, quite bizarre that I've, uh, that it, this has worked. But it did, it did just kind of happen uh, out of nowhere, and I still have to uh, do all this dumb trash to make it work. Like, it seems like I haven't been working at all the last couple months, in uh-huh. my mind. But in reality, I'm, like, in another book phase. So I'm, like, struggling every day making to make another big-ass book. Uh-huh. 
Why does it feel like you're not working? Hmm? Why does it feel like you're not working? Uh, well, like just yeah, you know, these days if you if you're not putting stuff like online all the time, I just think it looks like you're not doing anything. You know. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what people think these days. I think I don't know. And, I mean, I don't really care. Yeah, who, really who cares? <laughs> yeah, I could care less. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> So how was how was your morning, man? What'd you do this morning? Morning was good. I uh, I have been jumping rope, but I didn't jump rope today. Whoa! I ate granola with uh, blueberries in it. Finished off my granola and blueberries and yogurt all at once, which is a rare treat. That's clean. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to to get them all out of the way. But now I have to get more <laughs> for tomorrow, and I haven't done. Yet. I don't oh, want to talk no. to this now. Oh no. Mm-hmm. How did no. how did this jump rope jump roping thing come to be? Um, well my friend bought me a jump rope because he wanted to get into jump roping and wanted somebody to like also get into jump roping. I guess so we could both be like, Hey, did you jump rope today? Uh huh. But then he's only done it once. <laughs> and then I got it I'm getting pretty into it. It was really hard. And uh, trying to get a ton of them in a row is very difficult. I was never, I wasn't able to jump rope when I got the jump rope. Like I could do like oh, one, wow. maybe. Really? Did you jump rope when you were a child? No, never. Okay, okay. See, we, we're not where yeah. I'm from. Uh, we had, we had this group of prestigious children called K Kids, which was short for Kangaroo Kids, and. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it was it was a pretty elite squad. You had to audition. This was like fifth grade. You had to audition to get into the K Kids. You had to come up with a routine, and then you walk in this back room. The coaches are there, and you do your little you do your little thing for them, and then you get a letter in the mail weeks later. And uh, I don't know it's, if it's if crazy. maybe my language is hinting at this, but I did not make it in the K Kids, <laughs> and it might it's, it still gets to me a little bit today. I remember. My uh, the, the love of my life. Her name was Lauren. She was my girlfriend in fifth grade. She uh, broke up with me, and then at the end of that day, I got the letter. They like handed the letter out at the end of class, so it's like the day's over. You know, Lauren left me, but it's all right. I'll pick myself back up. Rejection Lauren letter. Left you over this K, this K coaching scenario, K club. <laughs> the K kids, man, and what? you and you want to know what's even more what messed K up? <laughs> the K kids. They would go to different elementary schools in the county and perform. So I have to sit there like an asshole and watch these kids <laughs> jump rope when I know I just wasn't good enough. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> so I... What does the K stand for? Kangaroo. Oh, kangaroo. You told me that. God damn it. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know. I, I don't... How did you... How did these coaches get to be coaches? <laughs> um, did they I th- have to try out? I think that the coaches uh, never figured out how to lose their ego and identity in life, and uh, they saw this position as an opportunity to belittle and judge children. That's, Damn. That's what I think happened. I, I just had one coach that was just... You're, you just got, you wonder why they're a teacher, you know, it's like, I'm just a kid, man, you know I'm gonna be a kid. 
I don't know why you're mad at me for being a kid. You're the one that decided to look over me. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, that's a wild style. <laughs> I don't understand, uh, yeah, I don't understand people, uh, adults, that get really intense about things like that. It seems like if you're doing that, you just kind of realize, it's just like, hey, I'm just, I'm a glorified babysitter with a jump rope here. <laughs> I just don't get, like, I feel like at the very least during the audition, just tell them. Like, I finished my audition, they should just look at me and be like, yeah, you know, maybe next year. But instead, they make you wait a week, so they they have, they, I'm sure they have these deeply intricate deliberation council meetings, I don't know what they have to go through, and they type up a letter, put it in an envelope, seal it, type out a sticker with your name on it, put the sticker on there, and then have their teachers hand them to you. And you have to open them on the bus ride home. What kind of sick... Damn. Like... <laughs> that is... That is absolutely insane. What kind of scam are they running where they're turning kill children away? Right. Like, what did I do, man? I'm seven... I'm eight or whatever. was <laughs> like... I just tried my yeah, best. crazy. And, and you know what's... A, yeah. I was a pretty damn good jump roper, too. I was, like, surprised that I didn't get it. I was like, hey, what do those guys got that I don't have? I can jump. Yeah. Damn. Would you have to be be able to do like tricks and stuff to? Uh, yeah, and I could, I could, uh, I could do a double jump. I could do it backwards. I could do like, there's this thing where you, you cross your arms, and then you jump through that. Uh, yeah. I could do that on both sides. I think the thing that I got screwed up on is the like the double dutch shit. That's just like, mm. that's too much work for me. Like two ropes, two, three people. Like let's keep it simple. One rope. One body. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, I can't do any of those things. I mean, I'm all, I'm still uh, working <laughs> on. I mean, it was just because I was getting kind of fat and I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, yeah. The ca- but, uh, the kangaroo yeah. uh, the kangaroo on the logo kind of looked like your drawings, actually. Maybe maybe you could sponsor. <laughs> the- that, I mean, I don't know how. It was- <laughs> Some small school in Michigan for a club that's probably not even alive anymore. <laughs> you want to bring yeah, it that's back? Yeah, incredible. So yeah, that's me. That's uh, that's pretty much. Yeah, I would love to see this kangaroo. You've gotten, you've cued my interest on this kangaroo. I'll try to find a picture this to send you. Court for children. I just know like it was, it was really orange. Like, it was just orange and black because that's where, that's kind of what the colors were for my town. And so, like, the hoodies would just be bright-ass orange. Like, you knew you were... You knew it was a K-Kid walking into the room when they had, like, a bright... Damn. And you're just, like... So they got a uniform, too? I mean, yeah, like, black track pants, and then they gave them hoodies. They probably had to pay for the hoodies, the cheapskates. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Tough times, man. Yeah, it does sound rough. Maybe that's, that's why Lauren broke up with me, now that I'm thinking about it. Damn. Give her, give her, how is Lauren doing? <laughs> what is she up to? Do you still know Lauren? I gotta get her back. I don't know. She, I think she's around. I haven't spoken to her since, like, probably that year. <laughs> since I was a kid. I don't Very know. chill. We went to high school together and stuff. But it was one of those things where it's like... Oh, okay. You know, a girlfriend in elementary school doesn't mean you just you kind of forget that as yeah, soon as you go to, yeah yeah yes of course 
I was just curious if you, if, you know, uh, nope. you still saw her. She, she, probably, <laughs> she probably has no idea that she broke my heart on the same day that K-Kids broke my heart. Damn. I could just be imp- implanting a memory here, but I feel like she started dating a, a K-Kid right after that. I could be making that up, but it this feels right. So... <laughs> it feels right to say that. <laughs> it feels beyond right. Damn. I love this. This is quite incredible. Well, I'll tell you about my morning, man. Okay, I, got... I, yeah. I, uh, I cozied up with a blanket and some tea, and I read Bicycle Day while listening to the North Americans record. And Wow. Yeah, you know what was really cool is, first of all, it was so cozy. Like, it fit. And it was right. As soon as uh, Dr. Hoffman like starts to take the real, real trip, the first side of the record ended, and I had to flip it. And then like, wow, yeah, it was like right. It was literally directly in the middle of the book that like the first side ended, and I was like, okay, rad. And then I finished the book, and I think I just got up and like got some water. And right when I like went back to stop the record, it like had ended. It like ended perfectly as I finished the book. So it, I couldn't have asked for a better, a better morning. To be yeah, honest, that sounds delightful. <laughs> that um, is the perfect word. It was so just delightful. How long is that record? Is it like thirty-six minutes? I think so. Thirty-six to thirty-nine, maybe somewhere in there. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, I've been, I've been curious on how long it takes to flip through this because obviously I have no idea. Um. Yeah, for the past year, I've always wondered how long it would take somebody to read. It was the first time you ever flipped through it. Yeah, I just picked it up a couple days ago. I like. Well, what's what's weird is my learning of your art goes back to I think like last year, and I think I was just getting into graphic novels at the time, and I saw this cover, and that was like, mm. like I I tried psychedelics for the first time last year, so I was just you know going through all the motions of just learning about it and stuff, and at some point this came up. And I was like, damn, that looks really, really cool. I should check that out eventually. And then kind of just didn't for a long time. And then I stumbled upon the North Americans record, and I was like, that art style looks really familiar. And then <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I should get the book now, and I should check it out. And I should – I didn't expect us to be talking. That's pretty far out, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you haven't read it then? You haven't actually looked through it yourself? My own book? Yeah. Like have to flip through it all the time, um, <laughs> especially now that I'm doing second oh. one. I gotta make sure I'm not exactly repeating like the same ideas again. Can you can you head. talk about the second one at all, or give any ideas of like kind of the vibe you're going? Um, at? Yeah, I can I can talk about it. I mean, I'm so far behind it's insane. <laughs> do you have, um, do you have like a date? To be. Yeah, I got a schedule. Oh, a um, schedule. Okay. What? I just said the word schedule in a weird way. That was all. No, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put you. They put you on. If you want to put a book out, they put you on a schedule. Wow. So, uh, yeah, this one is taking a lot longer than the last one did. But the last one, I like really went wild. Uh huh. And like used the wintertime pain to like do uh, the whole thing in a like, shorter amount of time. You know. Yeah. And so I thought I was going to be able to do it with this time, too. But I'm still, like, lagging. I haven't gone, like... Uh, there's, like, a certain point when you're working on something where you, like... You have... 
you know, you just you're you're in a you're in a good flow and you're getting like a good amount of work done every day. Yeah. You haven't hit that again this time. Damn. Why do you think that I is? I think it's mainly because I have been like, you know, everything else has been so insane that it's like difficult for me to like be like, oh, okay, that's cool. I had a good uh, good September. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like that at all this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Like Are, this year, it's going from like pretty much zero contact with most people, very little contact to again little contact, but then having to work all the time too. <laughs> it's also it's also interesting that you're like you're creating. I assume like people or characters, bodies, like so. You're. It feels like it might put you even more into that world to not have contact with real folks, but still still be drawing animated ones. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that is funny. That is funny. I mean, yeah, I think they're they're they are removed from people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's conf- yeah, I don't really think too hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those like one of these questions. I don't ever smoke weed, you know, and this is part of the reason why. And there's too many questions like this that arise when you smoke weed that I do not like. You know, like, what am I doing? What the <laughs> hell is this? Why am I doing the same thing for years? It's idiotic. Those questions. Oh, no, no, no. I'd rather no. laugh uh, unexplored, you know? <laughs> I'd rather not try to figure out the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not very productive questions. And I, I think, no, um, no, hell no. I, I saw it, I was watching this, like, interview you did or something, and you were talking about uh, the act of drawing not being a physical thing. I, I thought that was really interesting because it made me think of... Have you have you seen the new Disney movie Soul, by chance? I did watch Soul, yeah. Yeah, so that actually made me think of that, like when they're showing people playing music or they go to that place where everybody's in the zone and they're just in the zone, like, you know, they're not there. That's kind of what I thought about when you, mm. when you were talking about that. I thought that was really interesting because that's how I feel when I'm, you know, making music or writing or whatever it is. You just... You're not asking any questions. You're just there doing whatever it is you're doing. No, that is true for sure. That is true. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, I need to go into a total zone to do another one of these books. And it has <laughs> yeah. to be, like, a, like, a month and a half at least, like, long zone. But I just uh, can't get myself, I can't force myself to do it. Yeah. I do end up just chilling a little bit. Do you ever just wake up and you're just not feeling like doing anything you're just like man yes (laughs) 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 pretty simple question (laughs) yes for sure and i mean when you're in the zone like last time i did the book it was easy because i just like i woke up and i was like oh i gotta do that and then we do that all day right walk the dog and then do it more you know until i got exhausted and then go to bed and then wake up again and do it again now it's like I just I keep like having a I want to mill around for a bit you know <laughs> Ugh. do you my jump rope do you uh meditate yeah. at all see I don't do that ever um, <laughs> I wouldn't uh, I don't have any problems with that I don't think it's a, you know I think it's cool it sounds cool I don't I don't do it <laughs> It doesn't sound like you're anti-meditation. 
<laughs> That'd be really funny to come off of a strong anti-meditation dance. You know. Um, every time people, I talk with people about meditation, I did work for this woman one time and she was like, okay, I need 15 minutes to go meditate. Like you go out and do whatever you want for 15 minutes. Like uh-huh. go outside and smoke or whatever. Uh-huh. It was like a stressful day. And I was like, okay. So I go out, I walk around for a little bit. I come back and then I hear her like just yelling, you know, I'm just like, oh Why? my God, <laughs> you got into this. She's bro, her mind has been broken. <laughs> this is it. She's broken her damn mind. Is she like yelling at her? Is she yelling at herself? No, I went in and she was on the phone. Oh. His <laughs> <laughs> meditation was over. <laughs> I was just jacked and bewildered. It doesn't sound like it worked. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it worked. She's, she's gone. <laughs> Oh man, that's what I do if I ever, uh, if I'm ever feeling like I don't want, or if I, sometimes I'll get caught and I'm like, what should I do right now? Should I watch a movie? Should I read a book? Should I write? And then I just think, I don't know, I don't want to do anything. And usually I just meditate when that, when it comes to that. I'm like, well, if I don't want to do anything, then I will just actively do nothing and see what, see what goes on there. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty chill idea, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the definitely the best thing that's ever happened to me. I don't want to go on a meditation spiel, but it's pretty rad. I think there's a yeah, reason. Do you do, do, you do like TM or like is there a different type or? Well, I mean, honestly, all sorts of stuff happens. Um, the main one I think is just sitting and what like paying attention only to the breath, so using the breath as a primary object. When I'm like really, really in the zone. Like, sometimes I'll take an edible, like a weed edible, and those are, like, definitely psychoactive. And if I'm feeling, like, pretty meditative and have one of those going on, then some super far out stuff can happen, and it's, like, easier to just kind of sit down and just leave, I guess. But, like, if I'm if I'm just chilling regularly, I'll, I'll just focus on the breath and just focus on breathing deeply. Or occasionally I'll use a guided meditation. There's a couple authors that I'm into. Um, and then I actually just got into this one... I can't think of the name of it, but basically you 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 take a deep breath for eight seconds, and then you hold that breath for eight seconds, and then you breathe out in eight bursts of breath. So you go, and you do that eight times with that breath, and then you sit for another eight seconds, and you start over again, and that that was one of the like quickest acting techniques I've ever done because what it does is it's supposed to basically just break up like the rational mind that's always thinking 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 and when you're just focused on like those seconds and those breaths you really can't get caught in any sort of like ego thought loop or anything like that because you're just doing the breaths so I found that to be really really helpful if I'm just like if I want to do it quickly and I want to really just like kind of snap myself out of personhood for a moment that that one's been especially helpful damn that sounds pretty great yeah, it is. Um, Osho has that whole, like, woo-ha thing. It's kind of like that. Where it's like <laughs> you jump up and down, and you're always breathing out. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched Wild like, Wild uh, Country late, or earlier this year. Or last year. It's 2021 now. Oh. Yeah. I like, uh, his, like, lectures on YouTube are pretty, pretty incredible. Because he never blinks, either. He's a <laughs> non-blinking person. Have you watched that Netflix documentary? Pretty- 
I did see that one too. Yeah. That was nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty wild. Pretty it was wild. it was funny because like halfway through it, I like still wasn't really convinced. You know, like I was all for the commune. I was like, "What are they doing wrong? Like they're just, (laughs) they're just vibing, man. Like they're just having like there was a lot of real love there. There was a lot of consciousness opening up. And then you know, I was like, okay, I kind of (laughs) understand what's going on here. There's drugs and guns and some strange things happening. Yeah, there's there's even wilder stuff that they didn't include in that doc about uh about his teachings and stuff. Like you're not supposed to kiss, you're only supposed to ask him I'll kiss. Whoa. So during all the sex stuff, people weren't kissing. They were just asking him to kiss. <laughs> 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 also like um to prevent the spread of AIDS you're supposed to wear like a condom plus plastic gloves on your so Eskimo kissing while both partners are wearing plastic gloves is also pretty wild. Wow. If you go to the uh, to the uh, Osho Center nowadays in uh, India, they give you an AIDS test like when you enter. Wow. Yeah. What the? What is going on with his legacy right now with all that? Are there still like practitioners? Well, that and stuff? Uh, that doctor that's in the thing, he owns everything. Um, that guy that's like blonde that the uh, woman tries to kill, the like mouse <laughs> woman. Um, yeah, I probably can call her that. That's <laughs> she was mouse ear, mouse ear one woman. Um, yeah, yeah. The mouse looking woman. <laughs> yeah, it's not nice. Um, uh, yes, yeah, she be, she would be. I don't know whatever her name was. It's been a while since I watched that one. Dude, but that that would be. Doc. That would be a sick story to see in your art style. Is the the wild wild county story? <laughs> That'd be pretty nuts, but you know they already did a whole Netflix doc. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to steal the thunder. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Also, you know, it's just like people are gonna be like, "Oh, another one of these," but now it's hand drawn by a psychopath. <laughs> Something with like a guru's teaching for a while. Yeah. Um, it's like a side book, but I just can't. I just haven't found anyone that I've like liked particularly who like it would make sense. Because Peter Max has three books that are licensed, and his guru person was like Swami. Can't pronounce his last name. But yeah. He's got uh, three books that are just like his teachings, like with Peter Max's drawing. Mm-hmm. So I had a fantasy actually. Do you know who Go Gill is? No, I don't. The Go Gill is this like progressive like. Uh, he looks like a penguin. He's like this, like, uh, <laughs> he's this Goa trance guy. He does uh, side trance or whatever uh-huh. from uh, Goa, India. And uh, I had this idea for a long time to try to get try to get him to uh, give me some of his teachings and I'd illustrate it. But I don't know how well that would work out or how it would even <laughs> about contacting this guy. Uh-huh. And it's really only funny when you see this guy because he really is just like, the most like burned out looking like, uh, like one long dread <laughs> kind of deal. <laughs> oh man. So how did you um how did bicycle days start? How how did you get on the road to that project? Well, uh the book company anthology, they basically like I did a smaller zine for them and they were like, Oh, you should do a full book and they wanted to reprint my vice strips. Mm-hmm. Uh, strictly just for advice or whatever but I didn't really think those would be that great to be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know it's basically like to do a comic 
regularly. I don't think that's really, like, where my skill set is, you know, to do, like, regular-ass comics. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't think it was really good. that was really, like, the best idea. So then uh, I pitched this idea to them, and they were accepting of it. So that's how it came across. Why, why'd you pick that story in particular? Um, well, I, uh, I hadn't seen anything that really dived into that. I liked how it was kind of like a panic attack. <laughs> uh, for this guy uh, I thought the panic attack angle was interesting mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I just thought it would be fun to draw and also uh, would be interesting to do in my own like weird way you know yeah like funny to take like cause that's yeah it's like kind of like a little piece of like like urban legend kind of deal you know mm-hmm. like everybody like tells people tell that story to to you but they always tell it wrong <laughs> and weird it's a little different you know yeah because I wanted to do something that was like a kid's book or more like a Disney movie and this had like kind of all the angles of like a kid's book or a Disney movie you know like a similar arc yeah I was really thinking like while I was reading it I was thinking if I ever have children like you know and like this sort of book was around how would that even if small how would that change their perception of anything (laughs) like just seeing this kind of far out imagery I just feel like you don't see it yeah, for sure. As much. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the question about this book is uh, is I have had people, like, show it to me, like, with their children, you know? Like, uh-huh. people send it to me as, like, a kid's book, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know how I feel about that. To be honest, I'm like, cool. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the question. It kind of fits in between, like, it kind of has a style, but also kind of has, like, a comic style, you know? Like, it's kind of in between, like, a lot of different things, which I like the best because then I get to, like, I think, like, my better strength is just, like, filling up, like, a big spread, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, like, one of my favorite things to do. Because then you get to add, like, little details. It's, like, fun. You wander through each page, you know? Yeah, like, I I'm, think that's more fun for me. I've got the book in my hand favorite. right now. And I'm looking at this. It's when Hoffman's looking at the German border. And there's just, like, a big fire in the background and some explosions and mountains and, like pages like this like that's this morning i was having a tough time like because i wanted to be smart with my time and like finish it but i this pages like this i was just like i'm just gonna sit here and look at this (laughs) for a really long time yeah i like i like having the like hangout pages you know or pages Mm -hmm. that reveal like little details later yeah that's really the most fun for me This book just feels like a a home run. <laughs> Honestly, it just like right well, feel, feels like I the hope, right I moment. Hope the second one. <laughs> I hope the second one will be done and it'll also feel like a goddamn home run. We'll see. That'll you be know? a that'll oh, be yeah. a grand slam. <laughs> Man, 
we, I fucking hope so. So what is, what is that book God about? Damn. What what can you say this about? This one is a sequel to Bicycle Day. It's about the Wassons. I don't know if you know about them or not. I can give you a brief primer on them. I don't want. know anything about them, so I'm open ears. So like what Hoffman did for LSD, basically the Wassons did for uh, psilocybin mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And they're interesting, like Watts, um, like Hoffman's like an actual chemist, right? Yeah. These two are not. They're just like a couple, and they just uh, they just have this insane hobby. They're basically like their books read like forum posts these days. You know, it's mm. basically like they're just obsessed with mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. And I still haven't figured out entirely why, and mm. they never really present entirely why either. But it's like I they do have. Uh, yeah, they just, like, they just got obsessed with it. And they, like, they wrote, like, it became just, like, a fun hobby for this couple. And they wrote, like, letters to tons and tons of figures, including, like, Agatha Christie, about, like, how she wrote, she put mushrooms um, in a mystery tale. And it was, it was the wrong kind of mushroom, and it wasn't poisonous, you know, like, that kind of shit. Whoa. They were basically, like, weird, like, mushroom posters, except they're in the <laughs> 40s. So instead of posting on a website about their mushroom obsession, and like James posting photos of mushrooms online for other mushroom advocates or mushroom hobbyists they instead tried to write they wrote this uh, book that was supposed to be a a cookbook like a Russian style cookbook on mushrooms whoa but then as they kept getting deeper and deeper into it they started they started hearing whisperings or reading whisperings about like uh, you know psychoactive mushrooms in Mexico and, oh uh, yeah, baby. So they went to Mexico a couple times, and they met up with this woman, uh, Maria Sabina, who like who, yep, uh, yep. showed them like the mushroom right and let them like take mm-hmm. these mushrooms. And then they weren't supposed to tell anybody about it, but they uh, they immediately blabbed to like magazines. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that the mushroom woman? Was that the like the life the Life magazine cover? Was that the one? Yeah, that's the one right there. Wow. Okay, that's far out. Yeah, I've definitely like seen that in in documentaries and stuff, but never knew like behind it. Actually, it's just always like this was the cover that brought psilocybin to America. Yeah, it's funny. It's a real footnote still in a lot of like other like mushroom things. I guess because there's just like like there's so much about mushrooms that like this couple like always kind of gets like overshadowed a little bit. Yeah. But I think their story is really interesting. I think it's. I think if I can get it done, you know, this will be a good follow-up. <laughs> I can't wait, man. That sounds that sounds awesome. That sounds really awesome. So yeah, there's been tons and tons of me uh, drawing mushrooms for the past. Uh, I don't know how long I've been doing this. Two months, three months. Wow. Tons of mushrooms. What what role have psychedelics played in your personal life? I mean, honestly, I'm a little funny about it because I just, uh, I'm, uh, I think they're, they're pretty chill and I don't like, I'm not like, uh, you know, I'm not like a, you have to trip all the time psychopath. Uh I definitely think they're fine and they're cool and they're interesting for sure. And I do think that they like, they, you can, you know, uh, parts of your brain are a little, uh, you know, get get tickled a little differently, but I don't think yeah. it's like that big of a deal, to be honest. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like necessary to like see them all the time. I think the like the, the 
is more like the history of them is more interesting mm-hmm. than uh, doing them all the time. All these little details. Yeah, I mean, and we're watching it play out too. That's what's so cool is like things are changing radically for psychedelics, like present day. I'm super interested to see how things work out. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like legalization is happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Know? That's pretty cool. What do you think about like someone being able to walk into a dispensary and buying truffles or hits of acid recreationally as easy as one does marijuana? Also, I don't know how you feel yeah, about marijuana. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. Uh... Yeah, it sounds pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. I have zero problems with that. I mean, you don't, I don't think anybody wants to be doing them all of the time, though, but I don't think they really, at least with my own personal experience, they don't, like, lead you to want to do them all the time. No. Like, there probably will be exceptions to the rule, you uh-huh. know? No, that's what's funny yeah, is they, they make you not want to. Like, they they just kick your ass sometimes, and it's like, oof, I'm going to take a For break. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to hang out in reality for a bit. <laughs> yeah. That Whatever that means. <laughs> you done good, it, man. <laughs> I'm not doing it again for a while. Have you ever tried DMT before? Uh, yeah, I have for sure. I've, I have not tried that. Can you tell me a bit what that's what that's like? Well, there's, uh, there's, two, there's probably a ton of different ways to do it, but mm-hmm. they're like, the wildest for me was um, uh, snorting like the root powder or whatever. You like snort the like dust, like it's wow. enough, like that tobacco stuff. Yeah. And then you have like a little bit of Syrian root too, so it's like an MAOI inhibitor. Whoa. And then you're just like in the grid. But um, if you t- if you like smoke it or da da da. I think most of the time, I just it wasn't that different from other uh, psychedelics I've tried. Where it's really? Like you're laughing, you go into the grid a little bit, you know, like uh-huh. all that stuff. Like only once did I get like super blown out, you know, <laughs> like uh, you know, completely paralyzed, laying on the ground, kind of feel. <laughs> uh, in the in the grid world, but yeah, it's cool. And what do you, nice. What do you mean? What do you mean when you say grid world? That's funny you say that. I I was playing Earthworm Jim yesterday on the Genesis, and it was the first time I've picked up a Genesis since I was like a little boy, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is this is just sick." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you mentioned Hell that. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at your I book. Into- I just noticed the lick this spot in the back of the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> 
I'll, I'll, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll lick it on my, Okay, good. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I wanted. I haven't heard anybody do that yet. <laughs> Holy and shit. You know, the company is not, uh, yeah, the company is not like, you know, uh, you know, we're not, we're not putting the budget into this book. So it's a real dad. That's where it's No, I'm looking at it and I'm like, did they dose this book? Like, <laughs> and it's at, the, it's at the end of the book, too. It's not at the beginning. I just I just flushed three tabs of acid down the toilet this morning. Funny enough, they've been damn. All right. My my friend they it was not mine and my friend that I was living with like had a really dark experience with them this summer, and he was just like don't don't take those man don't take those man and I was like you know what? if you're putting that juju on it but they've been sitting in a I have a Scott Pilgrim board game or card game and they've just been sitting in there for months and I. Today, reading the book, I was like, I wonder if those are still in there. And yep, they were. So I, I dosed yeah, up I mean, some fish um, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really seem like the best time to be doing psychedelics, maybe. At least not for me personally right now. Um, uh, I wouldn't really want to. Actually, this is funny. A couple months ago, I did find a bag of probably mushrooms on the ground. Probably. And, uh, <laughs> pr- probably, yeah. You know, you know, the Ziploc bag with the mushrooms in it? It could be fake, you know? It could not have been. I yeah. did find a bag and was like, wow, this is a real, this is a real hilarious twist. The mushrooms are just presenting itself to me here on the street <laughs> while I'm supposed to be doing this book. What a twist. I picked them up, looked at them, was debated it for a while. I was like, nah, I'm going to leave this for a kid or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. You've already been to the grid. Yeah, I was like, I already got this. Fucking, <laughs> I know what this is. I'll leave it for a child. They'll come my way again. Well, that's funny, man, because... You know, hopefully... Hopefully over, you know, 15, 16, you know? But, you know, yeah. you never know. The, the first time... Well, the first time I took mushrooms was in... 2019 that was november so that was like before covid and then the second time was in march of last year and what's what's Mm. totally nuts is that like so i took them on a i think it was a thursday but i went to to the up of michigan and it was i think it was the friday so this was the wednesday after trump had just shut like he addressed the nation and like places were shutting down like the nba was canceling their season like all that wild shit and i was like whoa and so we went up to this cabin and took mushrooms and then came back like that saturday and it was just like i mean you know (laughs) it was just so wild to come back first of all to like no matter what time in the world it would have been i was coming back a totally different being and coming back to that like my mom called me and was like, hey, 
we don't have any toilet paper around here. Isn't that crazy? And I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm in the UP. And, like, <laughs> nobody in the UP, like, cared at the time. Like, there were no masks or anything. Like, it seemed like it wasn't even touched. And so I just spent, like, a whole day going to, like, wintry waterfalls and stuff. And it was just silent. And, yeah, it was, it was just strange coming back down to more, like, Mediterranean types of cities. I was just like, wow. Yeah, for sure. That's that's pretty wild. I've heard the Peninsula is really beautiful. It's amazing, man. We, I've never I went, been there. I went to uh, to Quemanon Falls, and like the snow was. First of all, there was nobody there because it's like there's like six feet of snow, like a person's worth of snow height. It was just like, wow. It was wild, and my friend and I were like, there's like walk like wooden walkways to the waterfalls, and the snow was higher than the walkways, so you're like walking on the snow above the like railing to the waterfalls and it was yeah it was just playful man there was no service no anything and we we climbed on like the gift shop and stuff was all closed because it was completely snowed in like the snow was so high that it was to the roof so we climbed onto the roof through the snow and like jumped off the roof into the snow and i jumped and i went so far that i was up to my chest in snow like i was stuck in the snow i was like i just started laughing so i'm like holy shit how am i gonna get out of here it was so funny yeah it it was a strange time great that sounds very that you know if i had had that kind of experience in march i think i would be more like down to just do whatever i just i didn't uh I was just working all the time. I hear you, man. You know? Yeah, I hear you. And then, bam, it just hit. And here in New York, it was so stressful for so long. Mm -hmm. Like, it just sirens all the time. Like, while my lease ended, so I moved in with my girlfriend's parents for a minute. And that, like, added, like, a whole other level of just, like, what the hell is going on here? I mean, it was very nice of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a strange time. It's a strange time, man. Yeah, I I actually went to uh, I went to West Virginia um, in the beginning of November by myself, and I stayed in this cabin, and I took mushrooms then too, and that was that w- that was another interesting time. That was um, the Friday. It was the election week. It was the day after the election, and I wasn't wow. on my phone, and I wasn't on anything. So like, the world was doing whatever. By the world, I mean America. Whatever the the election was going on, and I was just like up in the like highest part of west i think it was like 10 minutes away from the highest peak in west virginia so i was pretty up amongst the the stars there just by myself building a fire walking around this like what uh what part of west virginia are we talking we're talking like near um, the maryland side near cincinnati um that's a good question i i feel like it was towards the middle i don't know if that's helpful i'll look at a map right now and see i should be able to tell I know it was it was only like eight and a half hours from Michigan. Um, uh, Spruce Knob. Okay, so it looks like it's like actually right to the, like up towards east. Um, Davis, Elkins, Moorfield. Those are some places around it. It was right by Spruce Knob. Spruce Knob, Seneca Rocks National Recreation Area. So it looks like it was northeast. Very cool. Northeast West Virginia. Yeah, it was, yeah I, I, West Virginia is very cool. I love that Harper's Ferry zone. Yeah. yeah. Summertime, you can really, like, uh, you know, you can really float in that area. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. And there's just tons of, uh, you know, it's all just hills. And mm-hmm. You can walk out of your car and immediately, like, 